0: I'm Haley, and this is Taya and welcome to Haley and Taya of Supernatural start over and also sometimes talk about other stuff a podcast also
1: known as Citrusa and today we are talking about season 2 episode 16 roadkill it originally aired on March 15th 2007 and was written by our good friend Rael Tucker who wrote Ted in the water faith nightmare salvation children shouldn't play with Dead Things, Hunted, this, and one other episode we should have not reached yet. We love Rael. Mostly. Most. Sometimes. Eh, I'm gonna say sometimes, because we like Dead in the Water, but, like, Faith, Nightmare, and
0: Salvation,
1: I think they were all kind of whatever. They were Or bad. Well,
0: Nightmare was a four, Faith was a six, and Salvation was a seven. So, like, they weren't the worst, according to me from the past Mm -hmm. but you know so yeah before we start the discussion of today's episode we have one content warning and that is suicide we find a corpse hanging um Mm -hmm. it will be discussed briefly in both the notes and the summary so heads up especially if you're going to watch the episode and when i say corpse i mean like 15 year old like desiccated it's It's
1: mostly just a skeleton with some hair on
0: it But it is
1: still, like, hanging, so if that is something, um, skip the part when they go into the attic.
0: Yeah, skip it. Uh, As soon as Dean says that it smells like old lady, get out of there. Get out of there. Cool. So, I'm going to jump right on into my summary. Go for it. So. Immediately, we are in a car with a couple arguing over directions. The fight turns flirty. David starts getting frisky, only to lead Molly to crash the car as she tries to swerve away from hitting a man in the road. Next scene, Molly awakens in the crashed car, unable to find David. She panics and wanders around and finds an old farmhouse where she finds uh, what seems to be the apparent ghost of the man from the road that night. The night before. She runs to the road after that because she's scared and she's nearly mm-hmm. hit by Dean and Sam and the Impala. She begs them to come help her. She leads them to the car and it's gone. They convince her to go with them. They pass through the goats. Oh. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that's an immediate skip. I left out like a whole... She goes with them. They're driving and uh, while they're driving, she's talking about how she's supposed to be there with her husband. She needs to find her husband. It was their five-year anniversary and as they're driving, they the ghost shows up on the road, and Dean revs the engine, passes right through it, but then the car stalls. The boys reveal their weapon stash, and Molly almost ditches because she's scared before Dean tells her they're hunting ghosts, and that this is the 15th anniversary of the ghost's death, and he comes every year on the anniversary, and his name, they think, is Jonah Greeley. Cool. They go find the farmhouse where... Molly found the ghost in the first place and they explore it. They find some love notes and old scup- couple scrapbooks with pictures. Sam has a conversation with Molly about earthbound spirits, how they are stuck on earth, why they are stuck on earth, all about unfinished business, etc., etc., how they're not evil people, bad things just happen to them, and he feels bad for them. <sighs> Great. <laughs> they find an entrance to the attic where Greeley's wife is found hanging. They bury her. Molly gets got, brought to the hunting cabin, where she is tortured. The boys find and burn Greeley's body because Sam thinks, oh, hey, it's an old Southern tradition that... Oh, wait, so at least we know vaguely where they are. They're in the South. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all we know. Right. Um, It's an old Southern tradition to bury the dead underneath a tree. So they find the tree that wasn't in the picture, and the body's there, and they burn it. That doesn't happen yet. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. After that, Molly's freed. Molly asks what happened to David. Sam and Dean bring her to his house, where he is still alive and is moved on and married. They explain to Molly that she is dead, that there's two ghosts that have been haunting the highway. She is the second, and Jonah Greeley is the first. And that Mm -hmm. she is the one who killed him in the car accident she got into 15 years ago. Molly wants to go see David, but the boys say that's not the best idea for him because he's moved on and it's time for you to move on too. Molly stops herself from going to see David and she moves on and seemingly goes to heaven because we see a bright light. Cool. And then the boys uh, leave. Yep. Yep. So that's my really thrilling summary of roadkill and it's called roadkill because people died on the road wow insightful do you have anything to add uh not to the summary fantastic our death count for this episode is technically 10 there's two shown on screen and that is jonah and molly and then there's five unnamed people who have died from the ghosts and then greeley's wife and then The ghosts die so that's two seven eight ten yeah ten woohoo after that it's my notes time yes it is so i didn't take many this time which is surprising because i was into it but i guess that's why i didn't take a lot first i have there was a then in this recap is this important the answer was no this episode was not important i don't think no they just did like a
1: then now
0: and it was like, wait, what? Yeah, it was weird because usually the then and nows are only f- for, like, season finales or, like, important episodes that are plot-like heavy, but this one mm, wasn't. I think it was mm-hmm. just important because it shows that d- Sam has emotions, which we already yeah, know by that. now. We've been known. Then I have that the, rise- the House of the Rising Sun is playing again. Uh, we don't know for sure that it was in another episode but we're pretty fucking sure it was in another episode yeah then i have this guy wants to bang his wife while driving so bad followed by he got her into a car accident idiot don't make out with
1: people while driving i don't understand why this happens in tv shows
0: all the time like if you want to have car sex pull over pull over my god do not drive and fuck you know like don't drive and text don't drive and fuck It's not safe. Speaking of unsafe, my next note is that this car is very unsafe, and this woman should not be okay at all. Followed by the note, this scene would only be okay if she is already dead. Which, uh, she is. She is. And then I have, hold on, okay, so she is not dead and someone, she's fine? Or is this some ghost shit? Followed by, okay, it's some ghost shit. Which is then Mm -hmm. immediately followed by, this is for real, some Ghost Whisperer shit. And then the note, I think that Dean and Sam should meet Melinda Gordon. (laughs) I didn't realize that Ghost Whisperer would be further referenced in this episode by the point that I made that note. I continue. Molly gets really upset in the car and she says, I called him a jerk. And it was just like really funny because like, is that the worst that you've called your husband in five years of marriage? It was so weird. Like, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I'm sorry. My next one is, I love when supernatural ghosts devo- dissolve into dust. I think it's funny. I It's just... It's bad. And then I have... Dean and I need to stop being the same. And I think that was when um Sam said that car would be fine, and then it, I was going to be like, uh-huh. mm, spoke too soon. And then Dean was like, spoke too soon. And I was like, what the fuck? God damn it. God fucking damn it. We can't... Dean, we can't keep doing this. And then another quotation after Dean just says we're hunting ghosts Sam goes uh, don't uh." (laughs) and it was um really good I loved the delivery thank you Sam my next one is I don't like when Supernatural doesn't tell us where we are I like recognizing locations we went on this whole tangent during while we were watching the episode because all Mm -hmm. we have for markers are that this was it, it was on Highway 99 and then Highway 41. And that's, like, all we have. That's uh, We also know that they were driving to Lake Tahoe, but... And that's I, it. That's how we go. I can tell you that Lake Tahoe is in no, the Nevada mountains, so I'm fairly certain that we were in California.
1: It was really unclear, and it really doesn't matter, but, like, what if I want to know?
0: It matters because I want to know, and that's why it matters. My next one is, I love ghost episodes, which everybody should know by now, but uh-huh. followed by the keynote that Dean just purposely weaved between Molly and Sam, effectively not touching Molly. They go, they they don't touch at all through this episode. It's pretty good. You gotta, even though like, to a ghost expert like myself or Taya, we understand that she's dead, but to somebody who might not pick up on those subtext clues... It's just a subtle little way of being like, hey, something fishy's happening. And then I have, I do really love the concept of ghost who just woke up after a long time and doesn't know they're dead. Fave. Big fave. 10 out of 10. Great trope. Next one is Hunters Be Like, Haha, no, we can't let anyone know how to protect themselves. That's our job. Ah, ha, ha. And to that, I think that, um, I think, okay, you know those books from when we were kids, the Dragonology and whatever? Yes, yes, okay. I do, so I think that a hunter in SBNverse should release a book like that, but like for supernatural phenomenon and write it like it's real uh-huh so that like I feel like it would be a weight on your conscience knowing that you know how to prevent like attacks from all these different supernatural creatures that are real and exist out there, but uh-huh. like people don't though, mm hmm like, yeah. I don't know. Personally, I just think I would, I would be like, oh, man, there's only one of me and there's a whole lot of people out there and I can't save all of them. Nobody can. But at least I can share my knowledge. Like in Fallout 3, Moira Brown writes the Wasteland Survival Guide. I think that a hunter should write some sort of hunter journal for uh-huh. mass publishing and pass it off as fiction, but people mm-hmm. believe it. I think that would be fun. My next note is another quotation from Sam, where he says, Spirits really are, like, wounded animals. <laughs> oh, yeah, was, when he's
1: talking to Molly.
0: Yeah, it was just, like, a really funny line to me, because, like, I understand where he was going with, like, the helplessness part of it, but it's mm-hmm. such a funny line. Spirits are, like, wounded animals. Like, no, they're fucking not, Sam. They're dead. My next note is me being very excited. It is in all capitals, and it says, YEAH, GHOST WHISPERER REFERENCE! Oh, yeah. I got very excited, because Ghost Whisperer was directly referenced by Dean Winchester. Uh, um, they have before, though. This isn't the first. No, not even. It's not even the first, but this episode was so reminiscent of a Ghost Whisperer episode, and I had been mm-hmm. making jokes about it the whole time. And then Dean goes ahead and makes another one, like a direct one i was like bitch Mm -hmm. ain't no goddamn way but also i think (laughs) i think that that leads into something else Taya, and i think that's the fact that dean winchester actively watches ghost whisperer yes yes he does that's like indirect canon yeah Yeah, it is he loves very exciting for
1: you i can imagine
0: (laughs) it is very exciting for me dean Mm -hmm. winchester loves ghost whisperer he just loves yeah Then I have the note, this episode was made for me. Mm-hmm. Which is not the first one this season that I've said that to. It's not. And then I have another quote, two quotes in a row. And it's when they find um, the wife's corpse in the attic. Um, mm-hmm. Sam says, We can't leave her like this. And Dean just says, Why not? And the delivery <laughs> yeah. of it is so funny. Because he is so, like, flustered and baffled as to why they need to help this dead body. And Sam's just like, it's just the right thing to do. We can't leave her. Which, again, is points for Sam being- uh, having emotions.
1: Being a better person, really. Being a
0: person who, who has empathy. Meanwhile, yeah. Dean Winchester has no idea what empathy means.
1: Nah, he's out here like, why on earth would we- <laughs> do anything about this situation why would we
0: do anything here we can just leave i have another note that says this is just like ghost whisperer for real the whole reveal section where they tell molly that she's dead and has been dead this whole time is literally Mm -hmm. just like a Melinda Gordon reveal of her telling the ghosts that they're dead, if they don't Uh already know it. And it's, like, so funny. They bring her to the house and she sees him through the window and then sees his new wife go up and, like, kiss him. And she's like, what's happening? And they're like, they say, and this is my next note, there isn't only one spirit haunting Highway 41. And you're supposed to be like, oh my god. Except, like, we knew that already. But we, I've
1: known since, like, minute four.
0: We have known since minute four, but, like, it's still just so good, and it's so rich. The only thing, though, is that they do play it out a little bit too much with flashback scenes and, like, showing, oh, up, it's so showing bad. us how they knew, but we didn't need to know that. We already it, knew that. I they thought could've...
1: it really took away from the reveal because they not only do they flash back to Sam and Dean talking about it in the car, but then they go through like huge sections of the episode, like re showing us scenes we've already seen and adding mm-hmm. in dialogue from Sam and Dean, like, she doesn't know she's dead. Like <clears throat> we could have when they immediately started the flashback, I was like, This is too much. I think if they had kept it to Sam and Dean doing their research. research and then stopped when they ran into her they didn't show the car crash they didn't show her that might have been okay once they started showing us things from the episode and adding in lines we hadn't seen before i was like okay we get it I we agree. already understood and we reached a point where they said things before they'd said things in the flashback and then they talked to molly afterward too and i'm like you said the same thing three times now
0: mm-hmm. i'm not I'm, I, I, I put it together guys it was definitely played out, but other than that, the reveal was so good. If they had ju- like, even if they just, like, they could have just explained to the research, like, they didn't have to show. Yeah. Is the, is the saying, show, don't tell? Yeah. Well, in this case, I think they should have told, not shown. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. My last note is Sam is so sad right now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Sam just feels so much all the time. Mhm, and like I he get really it. really does. I get it. Uh, yeah, I get it. Well, that's my notes. Uh, Tayo, would you Ooh. like to? Would you like to dip your feet into lore library at all today?
1: Um, a little bit. We've talked about this. I think in like a very recent episode. I think we, the houses of the holy, mm-hmm. we talked about how supernatural fails to have consistent ghosty abilities, which um, is a damn shame. Yeah. So. Technically, um, Molly is at least from, like, one line from Dean. You know, like, a singular line in this episode. She's specifically a revenant, uh, which is a type of ghost. So the differences include ignorance that they are dead, uh, continuous manifestations, which is why she's there constantly, not flickering. Mm -hmm. Um, She's corporeal unlike all other ghosts which are naturally incorporeal and require calmness or anger to become corporeal full awareness they ha- do not need to have remains to be bound to this realm a simple motive vengeance unfinished business the beyond etc will suffice a lack of ghostly abilities it is implied though that like normal ghosts if enough time passes they will eventually go wild in which case hunters have to step in if they don't require remain, As they don't require remains, they can't be salted and burned, so the only thing they can do is lock them up. However, a hunter can find what's causing them to remain on Earth and help them through it. They can be made to move on. Great. Um, later, at some point, Garth warns a hunter to be wary of their bites, saying it'll just hurt you. It won't turn you. It implies they commonly <sighs> bite attackers. And then That's it-
0: really funny.
1: <laughs> and then in season 13, Dean tells Jack that a reverent is more like a zombie... And I'm going to be honest with you. Here are the appearances. Roadkill. Lazarus Rising. Mentioned only. Mentioned only. Bobby suspected Dean was one. Deadwear Man Don't Wear Plaid. Mentioned only. Southern Comfort. Mentioned only. The Big Empty. Mentioned only. So are they or are they not? And this one is presumably... So they're mentioned all the time. I say all the time. They're mentioned throughout the show. However, they are never confirmed because Molly is presumably a reverent. She is not confirmed to be one. And revenant. what it feels reverent, yeah. An revenant. Yeah. yeah. My bad. Yeah. Revenant. revenant. Molly's presumed to be one she's not confirmed to be one i don't even remember dean saying this in the episode i just trust that he did i feel like we have run into a trickster situation where i don't know if molly like i don't know if they just fucked up you know and then just ran with it and we're like well all revenants are like this because like I was confused as to why she can hang around without remains. And they're like, well, she just can. And so I assume in seasons four, five, eight, and thirteen they talk about it more, but I have to assume with this one, since they didn't have those episodes like really planned,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know? Like, I it I I think it's like the trickster where it's like, I don't actually know if this is a thing, or like she is the only possible presumed revenant we have in this show they talk about them a little bit but they don't show up Mm -hmm. so it's not like we can say for like definitive it's like the trickster where it's like well the only one to show up technically is for a very long time gabriel and then when loki came in they just gave him the same powers so I don't think that this was them being like, "This is an interesting new type of ghost that the boys will have to deal with," because they don't deal with them. Right. I think they just wrote this episode and then were like, "Ah, fuck!" Like, like guys, somebody please, pointed it out.
0: Please be spicy. Add different ghosts.
1: Because it's I don't so even fun. really mind the idea that there is like a category of ghosts that don't aren't aware they their ghosts so their rules are different because their awareness changes like what they can do that's fine to me but that's not like a consistent thing throughout this show and i think that it was very much made up for this episode and then they just like didn't realize till later she didn't align with their ghost rules
0: mm-hmm.
1: i don't like i feel like supernatural is constantly lacking like a bestiary I feel like right. they would really benefit from, kind of like I think sometimes that they need a story bible, I think they would benefit if they had a bestiary, because I think right. that, I think that, like, it's season two, they've had a lot of ghost episodes, they should have nailed this down by now, and if they wanted to introduce different types of goats, because they do, they have, like, poltergeists and all sorts of ghosts, mm-hmm. if they wanted to introduce the revenants, they should have, like, actually properly done it opposed to just vaguely mentioning it for the rest of the show but never having one on screen except maybe possibly probably molly and that's yeah (laughs) so um that's all i have to say for lore library but i I do have a new section for you
0: Taya has a new section guys
1: so this section is simply called does this episode pass the bechdel test (laughs) i was talking with some friends and while talking, I was like, have any of the episodes we've watched actually passed the Bechdel test? To which I asked Haley, and Haley said zero. Um, We don't know that for sure. There's a chance that one of Joe and Ellen's conversations did. However, I believe that it may come back to her dad. So for people who don't know, the Bechdel test is not a serious test, to Mm -hmm. be clear. This is not like a serious, this gives this thing, literary merit test. But it started as genuinely a joke in a comic drawn by um, Alison Bechtel, where Alison and a friend who was another lesbian were at a cinema talking about, like, wanting to see lesbian representation on the screen. And in the most bare minimum, the Bechtel test is it asks whether a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. The requirement that the two women be named is sometimes added. So, because sometimes people take this too seriously, the Bechdel test is not serious. And it doesn't even really apply to a lot of things because the original purpose was I would like to see lesbians. And, like, the lesbians in this show are, like, repeatedly murdered. Yeah. (laughs) So we are, this is, we love to see it. Uh, So truly what it is is Are there two named women in this episode who speak about something not related to a man? It's like the barest minimum. And the answer is no, because there is exactly one named woman in this episode. Fuck me,
0: dude. And she's also
1: already dead, which adds a weird level to this one. But no, this episode does not pass the Bechdel test.
0: It sure doesn't. It (laughs) sure does not.
1: I would actually be surprised if we hit episodes that do. I'll be really this excited like, if we do.
0: Is this like the anti Vectil test?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going back to watch the other episodes, but moving no, forward, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it.
0: God bless America. By America, I mean uh, natural. Um, uh. God love it. Uh, our next section, <laughs> now that we know that this episode does not pass the Bechdel test is crack shipping, to which I say, nope. No. <laughs> not There's nothing here. World. Well, you could argue, but I don't want to argue that. So we're not I don't gonna... either. No. So we're going to move on from that and go to uh, brought to mm-hmm. you by, which, Taya, would you take us away? Oh,
1: yes. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by House of the Rising Sun by The Animals. This song plays like little bits and pieces throughout the whole episode. It's a good song. It's the mm-hmm. only song,
0: <laughs> and I Quite really, literally. I really like that. I like how it's incorporated and in that it was the last song that she heard when she was living mm-hmm. before the car accident. Like during the when the car accident happened, but also mm-hmm. the it it plays when she gets really emotional,
1: and then that like summons the other guy.
0: Yes, kind of because I like he it. hears it. It's good. I like it, and I'm not
1: sure if I like it just because I like that song, so.
0: Right. I would like it regardless of song. Also, it wasn't ever, like,
1: de- it wasn't. They me- never outright, like, make a statement yeah. about it. Yeah, they don't just say there. It, It's there. Like, just she does, there. she does say, like, this is the last song I heard before I died, because, like, Sam and Dean don't know, but then they don't, they aren't, like, they'll say, like, oh, he's coming, but they don't, like, dive into it too deep which i can appreciate right. since sometimes they're hitting me over the head with stuff next one
0: fave wiki because there's only one song it's the house of rising sun oh wait before i do that i wanted to search something what i wanted to see i wanted to see if i could find definitively whether or not we know that it's in another episode no it was only in it was only in this one episode it just had oh, an okay. impact on me so i remembered it so much that's funny. My favorite Wikipedia page moment. hmm My favorite Wikipedia page detail on this episode is, in cultural references, Ghost of Spur 20. 20- yeah. 2007.
1: Mm-hmm. You're, we're surprising everyone. Huh? You're surprising
0: everyone. Or, sorry, 2005. I know, I'm surprising everybody. <laughs> Dean compares Sam to Melinda Gordon, a character from the TV series Ghost Whisperer. Dean says, Sammy's always getting a little J. Love Hewitt when it comes to things like this. you just gotta love it.
1: <laughs> um. So mine is also in the trivia section, and it is, although it is not seen as odd when Sam and Dean take Molly to see her husband, he and his now wife are both awake in the dead of night an hour or two before sunrise and surprisingly active. And then directly under that, an indented bullet says, it's winter, so Sunrise would be rather late. They're probably just getting ready for the day after they got up.
0: <laughs>
1: I love this one because there's just, like, a little bit of, like, this person is annoyed at this trivia. So they went in and edited the wiki to be like, "I'm um, actually, you're wrong. <laughs> and I love, I love minor beefs. I love minor beefs. And I also like it because this first person said, like, they were probably awake and active, like, an hour or two before sunrise. They were not Couldn't standing outside for an hour or two. It was maybe 15 minutes max. Right. You know? And also, like, if you get up at 5 for work, that's that can be before sunrise. <laughs> it, it's just so funny. I think it's funny. I love minor beefs.
0: The next one is ratings. Would you like to know my rating for this episode? I can imagine it's pretty high. It is a 9.5 unfinished businesses out of 10. Damn. I wanted to give it a 10, I'll be real with you, but I cannot have two 10s in a row. That is giving too much credit to Supernatural. This is That's... already giving too much credit to Supernatural. However, I can't help myself. The only reason that it doesn't have a full 10 is given the fact that I didn't like how they dealt with doing the flashbacks to the <laughs> when, during the reveal.
1: That's fair. Um, I would rate it lower because I th- I am going to read a few reviews for that agree with me. I figured out that she was a like okay. I have seen this episode before. However, I knew something was wrong with her like within 5 minutes. I oh, think yeah, they showed their hand a little a bit immediately too much, which is the whole point of the episode. Like that's the big emotional reveal. So, this does have an 8.8 8 out of 10 on IMDB. Um there's a lot of people saying like so far, best of the season, one of the all time best se- episodes, classic supernatural. There are two seven out of tens that still say like like seven out of ten is generally the lowest you'll see in here. Right. That's usually what I will see as the lowest. Mm-hmm, um that's fair. those are still very positive this time. Um this one says that I never would have guessed the ending, which all right.
0: Imagine
1: um, that. I okay be me. Um some people think it's unpredictable. I th- think it's predictable but i've also watched a lot of the show yeah um this one is an eight out of ten and it's more negative um it is from cubs and culture who we've seen before um Mm -hmm. and they say this is one of the weaker episodes to rewatch, specifically and each time i see it the more the writer hiding the resolution annoys me i feel like making this episode all about the twist was a mistake as the show rarely if ever does the psychological side of the horror genre with that being said the episode has two things going for it molly um and then some shots are really gorgeous at the end i guess and then someone doesn't like this episode so they just skip it so they didn't rate it uh, and then this person gave it a five out of ten and it's snowbats. i think it's snow bats but there's no o um a good twist and that's about it uh this is from t- june 2022 um, I never understood why so many people like this episode. Yes, I'll admit the first time you watch it the twist is shocking. I still don't think so. No. But that's also the reason why the episode isn't rewatchable. The whole episode relies on the twist once so you know what, so once you know the what is the experience what it is the experience is greatly devalued. Not only that the plot isn't really interesting. Anyways, when you have an episode that solely exists to have a surprising twist, then your episode shouldn't exist at all. I don't think that's necessarily true because I think I think there's a good emotional part to it, even if you know what's happening, but I will say that, like, it's always hard to rate something, because if you're rating based on rewatch, you're rating it in a different way than you are for first-time watchers. There's just, like, because you've already seen it, you have you can catch all the foreshadowing and it's i think a pretty blunt plot twist especially since like you were saying this is like classic ghost whisper so in my brain this is a little bit more of just like a tribute episode than anything else yeah like from what you were saying when we were watching i was like i think that this is less about supernatural (laughs) in a way because it it doesn't tie into any of their overarching plots we don't learn anything new about sam and dean it feels like one of those doctor who episodes where um you know they can't really get the main cast on so they kind of just do a thing with lots of side characters with like Mm -hmm. glimpses of the main cast and it doesn't super tie in it's just kind of there to be there I think this one is kind of like that. Like, Sam and Dean are there the whole time, but it doesn't add to the overarching plot. But it right. still has a pretty strong emotional moment, and it's a tribute to Ghost Whisper, so I would it's completely fine. agree
0: that it's entirely tribute and... Um... That's definitely why I like it so much. Yeah, I, I don't absolutely. like it. I don't like it because it's a supernatural episode. I like it because it <laughs> reminds me of the classic soap opera from the early aughts, Ghost Whisperer featuring Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's so valid. That's so valid. Thank you. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you So what was it rated overall on 8.8 8 out of
1: 10. It's still a high okay. rating. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. Thank
1: you so much for listening and for enjoying Question Mark Supernatural with us. You can find us at Hattrissa everywhere. I have gotten us back into our Instagram account. It was an ordeal. Um, We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podvine, I think it is. I don't really know that one. And we are also very, very slowly re-uploading to YouTube. Unfortunately, the software I'm using takes approximately... 57 years to export a single video i have been exporting one since we started um just the basics today it's been over two hours and we are at 71 percent i'm gonna commit crimes so you'll have to forgive me it's gonna take a while to get these Hatrusa episodes up because it it is taking a long time but i'll get them up on youtube eventually Uh, like comment share subscribe uh tell your friends if anyone is curious about supernatural and doesn't want to watch it because you shouldn't it's it is bad like i think sometimes we've we rate these and we're like this episode was good of the episodes where we've rated it over a seven most of them i still don't think you should watch yeah no absolutely
0: um and i said before (laughs) That my ratings are never, like, my ratings are not based on anything. It's my gut feeling. Mm -hmm.
1: It's just uh, what I
0: say. One time I bumped something up a point because Dean cried in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So if you know someone who's interested
1: about Supernatural, if you have a random episode that you were thinking of and want to share with people, or we've talked about Supernatural drama before, if you want to know more about the drama with the prequel that would be our season one recap so there's plenty of reasons to share this podcast and if anything else we can be some wonderful background noise for you for Absolutely. several hours we have so much backlog for you so share share the word hey taya hey haley what if Sam fucked I don't I don't have a good response to that <laughs>
0: Well, we'll find out what happens next. (sighs) Gonna catch you on the flip side? Catch you on the flip side.